0: failures of architecture and engineering consulting firms is transitioning new project managers successfully into the role of project manager. In today's episode, I'm going to share five specific things that your firm can do to ease this transition. And a lot of this knowledge comes from the work that we've done over the past years with leading consulting firms across the country on helping them build awesome project management development programs, which include not just the training component, but the transition component of someone into the PM role and the progression from once they become a PM to the different steps in project management. I hope you find these five tips helpful and you can apply them in your firm right away. Let's jump right in. All right, so I'm really excited about this episode. Over the past few years, we've worked with some of the largest AEC consulting firms to help them build successful custom project management development programs. And one of the biggest failures I see in all of these firms is the failure to successfully transition a new PM into a project management role. So what I wanna do in this episode is provide five actions that you can take to help do that successfully in your firm, or if you're listening to this as an individual project manager, you can try to make sure that these happen to you as a PM and incorporate them into your personal career journey. Action number one, provide trial opportunities in project management, even if they're not on actual billable projects. So the first thing you want to think about is allowing individuals in your organization to try out project management or PM roles in a non-permanent capacity right? The idea here is to break down the fear of commitment to this new role and kind of provide a safe space to learn and grow. And you can do this through short-term project assignments or rotational roles. What I really like to think about doing here is, what about some non-project opportunities? Like maybe you have a innovation committee in your organization that's looking at new technologies out there. Maybe you are in need of researching and finding information out about a new technology or a new funding source for a client. Give a project like that, let a new or soon to be PM manage a project like that to kind of get their feet under them and understand what project management is all about. You have to understand that most of these consulting professionals are technical by background and very analytical. And so project management is going to be something new for them. So letting them ease into it can be really, really beneficial in terms of project management. And what you'll do by taking this approach is, first of all, you'll allow these individuals to really test their interest and suitability for project management in general, right, in a very low risk environment. And it also can help you to identify and nurture potential PM talent. An approach like this has been shown to lead to higher job satisfaction and just a better alignment of skills with job roles because these employees or these professionals will be more confident and informed about their career choices in project management in the future because they say, hey, I tried it already and I know I like it. So that's the first action you can take. Action number two, require hands-on experience before promotion, right? So this is a little bit of a step up from action number one. Now we want to think about getting them hands-on PM experience on billable projects before you name them a project manager, right? And the way that we've seen some of our clients do that is to give them a different name or role, like a task manager, for example, is one of them, where you're letting them manage some tasks within a project but they're not the overall project manager. Again, you could see the stepping stones were taken here. First, you let them manage some non-billable, non-client projects, some different initiatives around the organization. Then you let them start managing some tasks or sub components of projects as a next step in to becoming an actual project manager. Again, what you're trying to do here is you're trying to build confidence with these professionals and let them show that they're able to manage projects or processes. You know, and again, this experiential learning process might include responsibilities like um, co-managing smaller components of projects, participating in the planning process, uh, shadowing a senior PM, which is actually going to be another action altogether. And again, these experiences will help to build these essential skills. And they're also going to offer kind of a realistic preview of the project manager role. That's what you want to do, right? You don't want people just to show up one day, hey, you're a project manager. Oh, what is this going to be like? So this action allows them to get more comfortable. Action number three is to provide comprehensive training for aspiring project managers. This is so important. And I know I'm saying this and at EMI, we offer learning and development programs and training. That's one of our primary services. But I wanna just talk a little bit about it in detail here because the word training has become a bad word in our industry and has become very watered down because the way people think of training today is, I go to a training, I go to a webinar, and then I'm done. All right, and that's not what training is. Think of training more of as learning and development. And how can you make sure that your project managers are learning and transferring these PM skills back to the job? So when we say to provide training, or learning and development programs, they should be well thought out. They should cover the entire project life cycle. They should have interactive assignments that allow them to practice what you've taught them back on the job. And they need to be given over time, not crammed into one day like a PM boot camp. Because what's going to happen in that scenario is they're going to get a whole bunch of information. It's going to be too big for them. They're not going to get it all and then they're not going to use it. Typically what we like to do in organizations is to provide, when we build the custom programs is we'll build a multi-level program. So there might be an introduction to project management, advanced project management, et cetera, and that gets delivered to an individual over time, over their career as a PM. So in year one, they might have to take a foundations course. In year two, they might take an advanced course. In year three or four down the road, they might take a advanced people leadership course. And that's the other thing that I want to mention here. Project management is about three different things. And I'm not talking about the scope, schedule, budget triangle. That's one side of it. But I'm talking about the skill set triangle. You need to have your technical skills because you need to understand the project to be able to manage it. You need to have your project management skills, right? Managing the scope, schedule, and budget, et cetera. But you also need to have your people leadership skills and the ability to interact with people. And the project management program that you utilize or you develop should consider all of those skill sets, especially the people side of it. Now, I know we can't necessarily get all of them into every PM program, and that's why we take an approach where we develop multi-programs or multi-level program for professionals. So make sure that training happens and make sure that the first level or the foundations level happens very early on in their career as a project manager. Action number four is to utilize the power of mentorship in project management. So when we build our custom PM programs for firms, one of the first steps we take is we interview professionals across the organization, PMs, non-PMs, accounting professionals, et cetera. And a lot of the successful PMs, when we ask them, what was the number one thing that helped them to be successful as a project manager? Most of them say mentorship and guidance from experienced PMs. So while it is imperative that you take the previous action, you provide comprehensive training for your PMs. That training needs to be coupled with mentoring, shadowing, interacting with experienced PMs in the organization. Because there are things that you cannot learn in a course or a training that you can only learn by shadowing and by doing. And by providing avenues for mentoring, you are going to truly help your PMs become successful. And that's the bottom line. doesn't have to be a formal mentoring program, but there needs to be avenues for your senior PMs to connect with your soon-to-be and new PMs and to kind of take them under their wing and bring them along. That could be through quarterly calls, collaboration calls. It could be through time, you know, meetings from time to time in person, you know, annual events, however you want to do it, think about that. And, and a lot of times companies, when they approach us and they ask us to build a program for them, they'll ask us if we could do it in person. My answer is we can always do it in person if you want us to. But the challenge with in-person events is that. Again, you can't come together usually every week in person or every month over an extended period of time. It's like a, more of a one and done, and that never works for learning retention. However, if you want to do an annual PM event for team building and mentoring and guidance, that's a home run. So spaced repetition through virtual training, and then from time to time, bring everybody together for the relationship building aspect of it. So that's something that I would keep in mind as you're thinking about building different programs. Action number five, embrace continuous learning in project management. This is the final thing that I wanna share with you today. And I just think it's so important because once someone becomes a PM and they get into the PM progression and the PM training program, we can't forget about them. There should be ongoing PM support within your firm at all times, whether it's through a PMO a project management office or a community of practice for project management, which we do help a lot of our clients build, a hotline for them to call with PM questions, right? Whatever you can do to provide them with ongoing support is so critical. And the way that I would think about this is, and I say this to our clients all the time, if someone went up to one of your project managers and said, when's the last time you had training? You want the answer to that question to be the following. Well, we have ongoing PM support. We do do dedicated trainings from time to time, but we have a hotline. We have collaboration calls. We have resources we can go to online. So we're really getting upskilled and trained continuously in our careers. That's what you want every one of your PMs to say. And if they're not saying that, then you're doing something wrong right? So please keep that in mind as you're building the program and you're building your PM progression out. You want to make sure that you're providing that continuous support, all right? So those are the five actions you can take to ensure that you successfully transition PMs into the project manager role and support them for the long term. Let me recap them for you. Action number one, provide trial opportunities in project management, even non-project, right? Different initiatives in the company to help them get experience. Action number two, require hands-on experience before you promote them to an actual project manager, maybe in the form of a task manager. Action number three, provide comprehensive training for aspiring project managers. Again, maybe a multi-tier program over years that's going to bring them through the PM progression. Action number four, utilize the power of mentorship and project management. Build avenues for mentoring across your organization from the senior PMs, to the soon-to-be or new PMs. And action number five, embrace continuous learning in project management. You need to support your PMs through the lifetime of their career and their projects to be successful. And why is all this important? The name of the game in growing an organization is being profitable, to be able to reinvest into that organization and grow at scale, right? Well, who's driving profitability in your firm? Your project managers right? And that's really all we need to say, right? I hope you enjoyed my five tips and you can start applying them either in your firm or for yourself if you're transitioning into a project manager. And if you did like this video, please consider subscribing to our channel here because we do put out videos like this on a weekly basis to help engineers become better managers and leaders. I'll see you next week.